10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Spotify and Anchor.fm. Welcome to Project X, a ranking show unlike any other. Join us as we create and debate top 10 lists each week on a new subject from all forms of media and human interest. I'm your host, Clever Streich, along with Dylan Summer and Gage Kilborn. This week, welcome to our special Thanksgiving special as we're going to talk about some of the things that we're most thankful for as we reflect back on a wonderful holiday season. This is going to be our top 10 things that we're thankful for. Hi, guys. Welcome to the uh, Thanksgiving special. How are you guys feeling? Feeling pretty good. Yeah, feeling relaxed. School is all done. I get to now sit back and do my top 10s. Yeah, no, we just came back from a really successful episode. Thank you, Dylan, for hosting the sports show. We did a really great episode on the top 10 athletes of all time. And we're back with a special Thanksgiving look at some of the things that we're most thankful for. We're going to get a little bit uh, reflective, going to talk about some of the things that we uh, hold near and dear to our heart this holiday season. So what do you guys expect for your list? My list is very generic. I pretty much just did uh, whatever I think that I couldn't live without. It's on this list. Yeah, mine is similar. I, I have a feeling all of our all of us are the same number one, but we'll see how it plays out. I know that my number one is pretty basic. However, my number, however, later on, it's more specific. I know it's kind of unrelated, but since we're talking about Thanksgiving this, uh, this episode, what are some of the foods that you guys are looking forward to when uh, you have Thanksgiving dinner this year? For me, it would have to be an apple pie. And uh, well, I, we talked about this on the dessert episode, but my mom's going to make the Oreo balls. I'm looking forward to apple pie as well, plus pumpkin bread and cherry pie. Those are my top go-to um, meals at Thanksgiving. Some of my go-to meals, I love stuffing and mashed potatoes. Um and you know that like uh, sweet potatoes with like marshmallows, you, you do know that uh, there's a dish where there's marshmallows on top of sweet potatoes. That's one of my favorites. Gage, do you just make like a face there? Not, not one of your favorite foods? I don't like salt potatoes, sweet potatoes, or potatoes in general. Um, I am more of a tuberless type of dude, personally. Yeah, I'm the same way. I can't do mashed. It, it just tastes weird, the texture. Are you guys ham guys or turkey guys? Like, it, does it have to be turkey or does a Thanksgiving ham equivocate? On Thanksgiving, it has to be turkey. I mean, look at Gage's background. Exactly. Yeah, Gage, tell us the joke. All right. What kind of key can't open doors? A what turkey. Kind of key? <laughs> oh that was such a bad joke but i loved it at the same time we could just have a whole segment of gage doing thanksgiving jokes yeah i'm gonna dedicate a whole part of every single show from now on for you just to do bad puns about the theme of the episode that week you got it here's another one why didn't the turkey eat dinner he was already stuffed Funny joke. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into our top tens for what we are most thankful for this Thanksgiving. First up, we're going to go to Dylan for his number 10. Okay, my number 10, I think it's a very basic one, but it's especially true this year, and I'm just going to go plain and simple, the holidays. Like, you don't realize how important the holidays are until you can't celebrate with everyone. So the fact that like for Thanksgiving this year, a lot of families are going to be by themselves at home with 
no uh, relatives, no aunts, no uncles due to the, the pandemic. I mean, it just makes you appreciate the holidays that much more and the closeness and the togetherness of that. That's a good one. I mean, I for one agree with it personally, since in my family, there's a lot of holiday traditions and we're not having majority of them this year because of the pandemic. However, if there was no pandemic, we would still be having those traditions such as um, having a big Christmas party, at Christmas Eve party at my grandparents' house where they invite 40 people over and get in all these like, little traditions we have. And that's what makes holidays so much fun to look forward to. It's the building up of it, getting everything ready, all the craziness of Black Friday or Thanksgiving. It, I completely agree with that. It's about being together and this is a difficult time to be together. We can't be together right now to do the show. We can't be together with our families for Thanksgiving dinner. For the first time in my life, I'm not going to have extended family over for Thanksgiving dinner. It's just going to be me, my dad, and my brother. And um, I'm also going to see my mom and Jason in the morning. But it's just, it's very different. So, yeah, great pick. Um, the holidays are so important, especially this year with the pandemic. Gage, let's hear from you. All right. My number 10, it's a little bit on a different point of view compared to uh, Dylan's. It's more personal to me. It is having the opportunity to be, a, to be a three sport athlete in high school. And what I mean by this is I've been, I've ran cross country for four years in high school and I ran, I swam for four years in high school. And in my final, my junior year, I decided to run track. And with that, I was able to be, I was able to complete a, being a three sport athlete, which means completing one sport in each season throughout the school year. And it really challenged me a bit because of balancing um, extracurriculars with schoolwork. However, it also taught me how to organize and how to prepare myself for the future to expand upon what I already know and can do. With balancing that many sports, it definitely helps your time management and also gives you uh, a lot of relationships through each sport. So it's a great uh, way to utilize your time. All right, I'll share my number 10. And to continue on the topic that Gage has started of sports, I'm thankful for sports in general. Sports coming back this year, the ability to visit sports, to call sports for us in QBSN, uh, you know, sports is very, very important to me. It's an important part of my identity, my family's identity, uh, competition. Uh, all of us have played sports since we've gotten to Quinnipiac. All of us have been together, um, you know, enjoying sports, talking about it last week on the show. That's one of the things I'm most thankful for in life, the fact that we get to uh, look at all those different sports and look at the history of them. I agree with that. It, um, for me, I, and I know where you're coming from with sports being back and how much, how emotional you felt when you heard sports are coming back. And for me, I knew I was in disarray when I heard that sports are going to be out. However, when I, after the few months of just sitting in my room waiting and for the moment to hear on ESPN that they're going to have sports back for the professional leagues and for collegiate sports, once that moment came, I was jumping out of my, I was ready to jump out of my shirt, out of my paint, out of my clothes. I was so excited. And I was looking forward to a new year in 2021. Yeah, you'd never really uh, learn to appreciate something until it's taken away for a period of time. Or you never really learn to appreciate something that you really care about until you are not able to access it immediately or be around it all the time so sports coming back was huge this year for all of us i think uh dylan can you tell us your number nine yeah uh so my number nine i mean i'm gonna have the same theme throughout my list but it's another pretty general one and i went with entertainment especially during the quarantine i realized how important it is to for entertainment whether it's netflix disney plus tv like you it just gives you something to do, first of all, and it satisfies you in a, in a feeling that I can't even describe. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you there. Um, 
entertainment so important and staying engaged and staying uh you know thinking about stories and learning about things keeping your mind sharp when we're in the middle of a pandemic for example is so important uh and you know entertainment is uh, a universal form of fun and happiness so i'm definitely with you there that's a good pick yeah entertainment it's a it's a really uh you might seem as a broad spectrum but after during the pandemic of course just sitting there doing just sitting there finding something to do fortunately um there are streaming services that you can watch what you want to watch like netflix or disney plus for example and that's where i i enjoyed a lot of time with that personally i binge watched a tv show in the time frame of the pandemic when i was sitting in my house doing nothing so i completely agree with that as a number nine gage why don't you share your number nine with us yeah, my number nine, it's, I'm, it's traveling. And I, I'm thankful for traveling because I've been given so many opportunities to see what the world has to offer. I've been to 10 countries in, in my 18 years of, ex, of existence. And just recently, during the pandemic, I was able to travel as well to a, to a, hot, state, a hot state in Utah. And while there, we um, we traveled around the state and saw four of their five four of the five national parks that Utah has to offer. And when we returned home, we did a two week quarantine. Unfortunately, nobody tested positive when all was said and done. I definitely uh, agree with that. Traveling is just a different experience altogether. Like, no, we so we lost control of flying to different countries once this pandemic started and then some people were like stuck in an area until they uh, opened airports and planes could fly again. I mean, traveling is such a key component to society and the pandemic definitely uh, decreased all the traveling that was going on. You know, it's such a gift to be able to see other places and experience other cultures and things, but right now it's obviously difficult, but I I'd love to go abroad someday uh with quinnipiac that's one of my goals to go to a different country but gage you have that perspective already so i think that's really interesting and exciting that you've seen so much in such a little amount of time that's so much to be thankful for it definitely is it was i've had some wonderful experiences and i was fortunate to experience it with um some good friends of mine through the boy scouts and to be a part of an active troop and when i was at a young age my number nine is musical theater and musical theater has played a big role in my life as a showman and learning how to communicate and tell stories. Uh, and also I met some of my closest friends that will be with me forever because of theater. Uh, it got me through high school. It got me through my roughest days, my best days, my worst days. Um, you know, being able to be someone else and sing dance on stage or act or, you know, be in a play is just so important. So Musical theater is just one of my favorite things in the world. I hope it comes back. I hope Broadway returns in the next year. Um, obviously, it's shut down because of the pandemic, but it'd be nice. Uh, I would love for that to come back someday. Uh, I could see where you're going with that. I mean, when I was in middle school, I didn't really want to do any of the sports teams because I didn't know that I would make it or not, and I just did rec. So instead, I just went ahead and I did the musicals, which was very uh, unusual for a kid like me being so quiet and calm, but it got me out of my comfort zone. I think that's a great thing about musical theater. Yeah, it's true. I mean, me personally, I'm not much of a music kid and I never had, never will be. I tried when I was younger, but it was never my thing. I would be the one that would sleep during concerts or during musicals, but uh, I, but I know how much you respect it and everything in that nature. So um, and I think it's a good list. And I'm going to place on your list for number nine. Absolutely. I mean, I had the opportunity to be in so many wonderful shows. Uh, Rent, Alice in Wonderland in high school. Uh, it, it's amazing. I'm even wearing a show t-shirt right now, uh, Antigone, which debuted one year ago as of this taping uh, on November um, 22nd which is this uh, week. 
So it closed one year ago on this day, which is the 24th. So yeah, musical theater had a big impact on me. All right, let's go over to Dylan for his number eight. All right, my number eight, I'd say that this is sort of a specific one and it's getting an opportunity to further my education. So Quimpiac. Uh, for a lot of kids, I know that it's very hard to get to that next level. And the fact that I, I had the resources, I had the people around me that could uh, provide me an outlet to get into a college like Quimpiac. Uh, it's been such a meaningful part of my life. Like now I've met you guys, now that I've gotten more involved in clubs, I'm finally going for the dream that I've been thinking of since I was little. It's just those things that bring it all together. Aww, that's so touching. That's so wholesome. Thanks, Dylan, for that. Thank you, Dylan, and put tears in my eyes. I'll, I'll, just, I'll jump on that train too. My number eight is also my education. And the fact that I'm able to go to university with you guys is pretty special. And we'll look back on this episode one day and we'll just be like, yeah, that was the episode that we talked about feelings and stuff but you know uh it, we've been doing this show for a month and a half now and i've had a really good time with it and this has been one of the good things to come out of the semester we got on fm radio a couple of times now we're on spotify uh you know this has been a great time and hopefully we'll get more on-air opportunities with uh q30 and qbsn soon uh, but sports are coming back and it's a good time to be at quinnipiac i guess that's true. Like, <clears throat> I completely agree with it. My number eight, however, it's different from your guys' number eights. It's uh, my sports teams. I had to include them in somewhere on my top 10, and you guys should know what was coming. Although they do stink, and I get harassed for it at Quinnipiac and back home all the time, I am really fortunate and thankful for some of the almost championship runs they gave me in my time as being alive when – the Mets had their World Series run in 2015 before getting their, getting spanked pretty hard by the Royals and Penn State's incredible Rose Bowl run in 2016 when they went from being an unranked school to number five in the country and losing by a field goal to USC in the Rose Bowl game. And it's just these memories that I will cherish with me and keep with me forever. And that's why I, that, that's my big thing. And I love my sports teams. <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, the Jets obviously have been giving you some hard times, but you'll always be a Jets fan, true and true. I, I get the feeling that when you're attached to a sports team and when your family is too, you're with that team for the rest of your life and you feel devoted and you feel satisfied once it comes to the, the conclusion where you win a championship Obviously, you know, like the Rangers are my team, number one uh, team for um, Dylan's probably the Cowboys or the Yankees, depending on what he's feeling like for the day. But, you know, we'd all love to see our teams that we emotionally invest ourselves in get these titles. And I totally understand why you put that at number eight. It definitely, yeah, it was a big, they were a big factor in me being me. Um, Dylan. Why don't you share with us your lucky number seven? My number seven, uh, I'm just going to say it's another very basic one, but it's pretty much the light in the room right now, electricity. Uh, oh, that's 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 one of those essentials of life sort of thankful. Yes, uh, I'm very thankful for electricity because otherwise I would be in a dark room right now. Everything would like would be out and it would just be sad. I mean, it, it brings light and happiness into the room. And whenever you get a power outage, I mean, you just feel sort of lost without electricity. Yeah, like we did during the first week of college. Yes, we could definitely go back on that. <sighs> I was okay with it. I spent the weekend, I was spent that night in the Mountain Girls dorm. I was okay with it. Uh, thanks, Gage. Thanks for cluing us in on your whereabouts during the first Quinnipiac power outage. Yeah, I was in the student center when that happened. And I totally get why you put electricity on there because it's something that we take for granted. And I think that, I hope that a couple of times we'll see, you know, stuff that we take for granted is stuff that we should be thanking for the most. Stuff like, you know, we're, we're privileged to go to a private university. We're privileged to be able to get a shot at the three plus one program. The, these sorts of things that we sort of take for granted is like, Yes, 
they're part of us, like even our clothing or like, you know, our food on our table, all very, very important things to reflect on, be thankful for and thankful for everyone that helped us get there. It's that's true. Yeah. And, um, I, for one, just had an interesting, Tony mentioned electricity. I had a terrible encounter with electricity yesterday. Um, my Zoom wasn't working properly during my classes yesterday on my laptop. So I was like, okay, let me see what the problem is. So I thought it was the internet. So I reset the router and reset their internet down in my downstairs. And I went back up and I tried everything and it was working fine. However, my Zoom wasn't still. So I was like, okay, let me see what else is going on. So I checked the iOS on my laptop and it says it needs to be updated. It's like, yeah, that might be the problem. So I was updating it. I missed one of my, I missed one of my classes because my computer was updating for a straight hour. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm done with internet for the day. So I just like, after my last class, I skedaddled and ran out as fast as I can. Wait, Gage, that isn't electricity. That's just technology. Still, it comes from it comes from electricity. So it's plugged into an outlet, isn't it? Let's give a round of applause for Gage's weekly tangent. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Woo, 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 woo. I wouldn't even say that's electricity, though. It's still plugged into an outlet, so technically it is. Gage, can you plug us into your number seven and get uh, us electrified? I don't know. No, I won't. All right. My, my awesome number seven compared to Dylan's electricity one is actually somewhat wow. similar with electricity. It's my high school communications club or NHCR. Um, it's, it was really a big part of my life growing up in high school because I, I was not a part of any clubs really. However, when I heard about this club that broadcasts our sporting events, I was all in. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do in my career. Where do I sign up? And it, it taught me the basics of sports broadcasting. And I was able to, I learned how to properly set up notes and everything before the show, before our broadcasts. We never did any interviews because we didn't feel we were, we were awkward teenagers. We didn't feel comfortable doing that, but we were able to learn and understand like and practice around the stats and the numbers a bit while also keeping score when the game was going on. And we did very well with it. A part of me wishes that my high school had some sort of communications club and it would have been very, very cool to have that on my high school campus. But I, I feel the importance of belonging at a club is so uh, necessary for someone in high school or college. The chance to meet other people with common interests is really big. And we should give thanks for the fact that we were able to be a part of clubs and organizations that allowed us to be around people that are like-minded. Yeah, it gives you a starting ground to where you want to go with your interest. And if you don't like it when you're in that club, then you have the opportunity to switch it. So it gives you the early opportunity to see what uh, this uh, path down to what your interest is. Absolutely. Um, I'll reveal my number seven, which is entertainment. We talked about that pretty briefly, but what entertains me most is a variety of TV shows and stuff, but I'm actually a big fan of The Office and Parks and Rec, and I've been watching a lot of those over the quarantine and pandemic and stuff like that. But, you know, what I love to see about entertainment is spending the time with other people to watch entertainment, like your uh, family or friends, and being able to connect because of entertainment is very, very important to me. So I wanted to just bring up how thankful I am that we're still able to watch these shows and talk about them, uh, even when it's in the middle of a pandemic. That's true. That's a, that's a good one. I agree with that completely. And I think they all give us opportunities to help us. I think that it gives us opportunity to get out of our insane feeling of being cooped up in, in, in between four walls all day and to keep us entertained do what they're supposed to make us feel like there is a real life going on around us. It also uh, highlights the change that's happening in society and some of the shows because they had to do the, uh, some of the shows in the pandemic. So they would wear masks and modify the show to the, uh, the current COVID-19 environment. 
Exactly. It's a reflection, yet also a departure from what we're used to. We're going to step out for just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back with even more Project X after this real quick break. You are listening to WQAQ's Project X on Spotify and Anchor FM. The new WQAQ, 98.1 FM. Everything you want and more straight from the heart of Hamden. This is the soundtrack of Quinnipiac, 98.1 WQAQ. And welcome back to Project X. You are listening to WQAQ's Project X on Spotify and Anchor FM. My name is Clever Streich, and I'm along with Dylan Summer and Gage Kilborn. And this week in our special Thanksgiving episode, we are counting down the top 10 things that we are most thankful for. And uh, Gage, you've come prepared with even more bad Thanksgiving jokes, so why don't you just fire one off real quick? Of course I did. Um, The first one is, what's a turkey's favorite type of tree? What is it? A poultry. All right, one more, and then we'll go to number six. Why do turkeys make bad baseball players? Why? They only hit foul balls. Oh, Gage. Never change. Never change with your awful humor. Let's go into number six, and we'll go to Dylan for this one. Okay. My number six is sort of like my number seven, but simply just the internet. Like, think about all the things that we could look up that, let's say, I'd say back in like the 1900s or even before then, they did not have this type of technology. So we could look up a thing or an answer to our question in a second. Meanwhile, they would have to do research and find data just to figure out the answers to their question. That's right. All human knowledge is just into this one space now that's accessible. You want to answer any question? Uh, go for it. What's Jameson Crowder's height? Go for it. Uh, what's DK Metcalf's weight? You can answer that sort of thing. Uh, all of human information. What is the uh, national rainfall of uh, Venezuela? Those are all questions that can be answered on the internet. It's a great tool. It is a great tool. However, I'm still right now currently dealing with some of the problems that internet faces us. And that's, we, we're so used to it that we wanted, that we're expecting to work at a fast rate. However, mine's not at that rate right now. So I, for one, can, I, I can agree and disagree with this statement, especially right now. Yeah, well, the video feed right now looks like Cage is in slow motion, but uh, he looks like he's floating in space. Well, it's things that we're thankful for. It isn't things that we're sort of thankful for. That's why it's the good at number six, because mm-hmm. it's good, but isn't too good to be up there near the top. Yeah. Look, we're thankful for the internet because we're able to record our show over the internet. So that's pretty cool. And we're also yeah. able to distribute it over the internet. We wouldn't be able to record right now if it wasn't for the internet. Exactly. Gage, okay. since you're out there floating in space, you want to share with us your number six? Of course. My number six, it's... um. I'll, this one is really also kind of close to me, but also is a broad sense. It's my internship opportunities I've been given. I have so far interned at four different locations in my time frame. I have interned with my local ice hockey team, uh, AHL affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks, the Utica Comets. And I spent some time um, interning at a local radio station, at two local radio stations, one of them being a college radio station in high school. And they gave me, and they taught me um, real life lessons about what it's like in the real world. And they showed me how to properly set up a podcast and how to um, create my own radio show content and how to edit audio and all this basic information and that you need to be a, to be a radio station to be a radio person and it really helped me and shaped me to be where I am today. That's great. Dylan, have you ever had any sort of internships that you've want to share? I wouldn't say I've had an internship, but I've had like summer jobs and like jobs in general. So I, I wouldn't call that an internship, but that's definitely helped me with like balancing uh, work life and home life. I had an internship this past spring Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic with a local newspaper called The Examiner and a publisher, Adam Stone, um, 
very, very great guy, uh, brought me on as part of my high school internship program called Aspire. And I was able to get published three or four times in actual print paper. So that was really great. I was able to write some stories in the early part of the pandemic about my community. And I learned a lot about communications and print journalism and stuff like that. So just like Gage was learning about radio journalism, I was uh, learning about print and how to write and AP style and that sort of stuff. All right, I'll reveal my number six now. Uh, I think we might've mentioned this before, but it's uh, I really do appreciate my good health. Uh, I thank the Lord that I'm alive. And I thank everybody uh, that's working out um, you know, the pandemic, trying to get a vaccine going. But I appreciate the fact that I have been able to stay healthy in this very difficult health crisis. Uh, I, I'm just very, very happy that I'm able to be um, just a healthy, uh, able-bodied person. It's, it's, I'm very, I feel very, very privileged because my father is obviously an amputee. So I understand how, you know, difficult it can be for someone with a handicap to uh, deal with like life and how to operate. So I, I thank God every single day that I'm able to be on this earth with good health. I, I agree with that completely. Um, my health, I'm fortunate for how my health is to a point where I'm pretty confident with what, if I just like walk out without having to wear, like for instance, the pandemic going on pretty, I, my health is really well that I feel like confident if I walk out there with a mask and I catch it, that my immune system can fight it off for me and I'll be okay with it. But um, yeah, I completely agree with you. I'm really fortunate for how healthy I am and all the wonderful things I've done with my body. And it, it I just agree with that completely. Yeah, and you're ripped, Gage, just saying. You're like totally ripped. You're in very good health. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I take, I really appreciate it. And that leads us to the halfway point of the list. It's time for our number five. Let's go on to Dylan for his fifth thing that he is thankful for. Okay, so this fifth one, I'm just going to ask this question. You guys ever realize how amazing it is to have a roof over your head? That's yeah. my number five, having a home. Oh yeah, of course. So I took the time with my number five to take into account uh, the fact that I'm actually in a house right now. And like, even though there's all that craziness right now, this is my safe haven. I have a place to go where I I have a bathroom, I have a kitchen, I have a bed, just all the necessary things in this one place. And I needed to take the time to realize that. Wow, that, that makes my list look like crap. I mean, that was really good. <laughs> um, that, that's a, I really like, I really like how you worded it. It's a, I completely agree with it it's important to be self-reflective and remember that we are lucky to be in the tri-state area and to be, you know, able to go and uh, go to college and have like established buildings and running water and uh, food access to clothing, like all these very basic necessities. A roof is so important. A house is so important. And Dylan, you kind of touched on that there. So I appreciate that. Yeah, great job, and that was that was great. That was wonderful. Um, with that being said, I'll tell my I'll share my number five, and it's nothing to do with housing per se, but it does have to do with and it's something to do with education. And for me, I value I value education pretty highly. My family does. My dad always told me that schoolwork comes before act, act, um, athletics or anything fun. And they always strive me on it as a kid and they put a lot of pressure on me and in what I was doing and they made sure I was that I was doing the best work I possibly can in every assignment I was doing, put all my best into it. And they were, and that's what my parents had taught me growing up. And because of all the pressure and all the hard work that they put me through, I was able to go to a private college with you guys. And I was, I'm able to now um, get to explore my dream career that I wanted to be someday. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. You don't really think about how much education impacts your life until you look back on it. Like I know in middle school, you were like, well, when is the period gonna end? When is class gonna end? What, why do we have so much homework? But you don't realize at the time that, that that's actually helping you towards your future, like with time management, with responsibility, with all these crucial life skills. And we sort of just brush past that. And we just think about in the moment when we're not, when we're not really thinking about the future. Exactly. We've learned some great lessons this semester, uh, mostly about running the show, mostly about how to be on air, how to present ourselves. Uh, but we also all learned the Adobe suite and shout out to Professor Golden for teaching us that. But like, that's something that's going to be, no matter what career you have in communications, that's so important, no matter if it's uh, Illustrator or Photoshop, you will have to do something like that. So you're always, you're never done learning is what one of my favorite sayings is. You're always learning something new. You're never done being educated. So it's so important for us to always remember that, you know, we have to always keep an open mind and be thankful that we have the opportunity to learn and the opportunity to be educated because that is a privilege. And with that, I'll reveal my number five and continuing on the train of thought of teachers and education and all that sort of stuff. My teachers are my number five. Uh, I've had a collection of amazing teachers in my life uh, who have helped shape me into the person that I am. Um, my theater teacher in high school, Mr. Slotwinski, uh, you know, an amazing, amazing influence on me. Uh, my course teacher, Mr. Reisert, uh, you know, my even elementary school, all the way back to like my art teacher, Mrs. Brown, and like my uh, general music teacher, Miss um, Rowan, like all, all of the different teachers that I've had have helped shape me and helped mold my mind into the person that I am. So I appreciate what they've done for me. I think you definitely show that by remembering all their names. I mean, it just shows how much of a, an impact they had on your uh, personality and obviously yourself. I know every single teacher's name that I've ever had. And that's, you know, all the teachers in my district were so nice to me and were able to give me the leg up so I can get to Quinnipiac. So I, I appreciate everything, especially what they were able to do for me in high school when I was really in some bad places. But I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, teachers are amazing. They, um, they for sure don't get the no no they don't get all the treatment or respect that they should. My mom, for instance, she's a somewhat of a teacher. She never really earned her teaching degree in college, but she's a physical therapist who treats special needs kids, and she goes from different elementary schools, so she works like a teacher. So I get where, so I completely, on, my, on that mind aspect, I completely agree that teachers are sometimes unforgiving for, or like don't get that, don't get full respect for what they are doing to students. Teachers are some of the most hardworking and yet underpaid people that exist. And especially people below the collegiate level on like high school, middle school, elementary school level deserve all the credit in the world for educating and shaping the next generation of people. And I'm thankful for all my teachers. And I'm sure you guys have your favorite teachers too that you remember around this time of year. Let's move on to number four. Dylan, let's go back to you. All right, uh, Clever already said this one, but I put good health at number four. I mean, the fact that throughout this whole pandemic that I've been able to stay COVID free and not spread it to anyone in any way uh, is just an incredible... Uh, incredible I guess journey the fact that I was able so far fingers crossed knock on wood to stay healthy and uh, just avoiding all the chaos that's going on outside that's that's a good one I agree with that like I mentioned earlier with clever um number with clever's health um it's a great one to have it's it's something that I think I agree that I think it goes along with the housing we take for granted and we take for granted how we can just walk down the stairs with no problem compared to many people who and many kids like our age have are struggling with that because they have they either are paralyzed from the waist down or they have any sort of disability that prevents them from doing that 
And it's those simple things that we, that we take for granted all the time. And that's one thing that we're, that I, I agree with that. That's, that's a great one to have up on the list. And I also want to bring up the fact that we were all in a college uh, dormitory where we could have gotten COVID, but somehow everything worked out where we got 10 whole weeks of a semester in. We got four shows over FM radio, which was amazing. And hopefully next semester we'll be able to return to QAQ um, 98.1 FM and we'll be able to broadcast our shows live again. But for now, uh, you know, we can all appreciate the fact that we were able to stay safe and follow the right protocols and maintain our health in a very scary time. Gaze, let's roll on to you for your number four. My number four, it's, this one's really personal to me, and that's why I put it up here. It's sport, when sports came back. And before sports were, before sports went back in June, or in June slash July, I was really a mess. I was, had nothing to do. I didn't know what to do. It was really quiet. I couldn't do anything with my friends. I couldn't talk to anybody really about it. I, I tried talking to my dad. I was like, what should we do? Like I was trying my best to keep myself occupied, but nothing was working. I tried everything. I was watch I even watched old reruns of the national of the NCAA March Madness from years past. And I was a complete mess. But when sports came back, I was really I was really happy to have something to do. Even so crazy to wake up at five in the morning just to watch a Korean baseball game. I never heard of any of the players, never seen these play, never heard of this league before. I just it's just a sport for me to watch. That's why I did it. So going off of what you just said, I mean, we lost March Madness. We lost the Olympics. But then they sort of all came back at once. First, we got the NBA bubble. Then we got MLB. Then football came back. Then NCAA football came back. Like they all came back at like the same time. So we had the we, we just had to wait for that moment. And once we got that moment, it was a very good day. All right. I'm going to move on to my number four. My number four is something that I think Gage can relate to as well. Uh, you know, it, it's something that has defined both of our lives. Uh, it's Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts is a really big part of what I have to be thankful for because I have learned many life lessons on how to be a, a man and be like, you know, a leader uh, and carry myself with like weight as an Eagle Scout because me and Gage have a very, very strong connection because we're both uh, Eagle Scouts, which is the highest rank that you can receive in the Boy Scouts of America. We both uh, completed projects in order to get this special rank. I haven't received my award just yet, but I was able to achieve that after 13 years in the BSA program. Uh, it's so important to me. Boy Scouts is my favorite uh, extracurricular that I ever did next to theater. It was so important. It was always there for me. Yeah, I find that you were able to complete that journey so inspiring because I stopped the journey because I had too much going on to keep going with it. Uh, so the fact that you were able to get to that end of saying, oh, yeah, I'm an Eagle Scout, uh, it's super inspiring. Yeah, I agree. It is. Being an Eagle Scout, it's more than just a name on a just just a name. I mean, people think of it as like, oh, you're an Eagle Scout, like no big deal, but they don't realize all the hard work that goes into it. It's not just um, not just throughout your whole scouting your whole scouting career you're working up to it. It's your whole life you've been working up to this one moment to achieve this rank, and it it shows and it shows on your resumes. Even it's like the only thing from your high school that really reflects in your work life there's many there was many there's even an eagle scout that was a president once and it was neil armstrong was a uh, was an eagle scout and he went to the moon it's so important that you know we continue to find eagle scouts and like promote them as the people that are going to be the next leaders and you know it, even even meeting you gage was that was a conversation starter and something we had in common immediately was the scouting program so i feel like our friendship sort of started uh, you know, because of scouting, which was really cool. Cause I saw way back, like in, I don't know, August on uh, qurumi.com, whatever the 
roommate selector was, was that you were an Eagle Scout too. And I was like, I got to bring it up to that guy that I'm also an Eagle Scout. So yet here we are now in November recording our seventh episode of our radio show. So that's pretty cool. It is. And it's crazy how scouts just brings people together. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm proud. I'm happy to have that happen. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Project X. You are listening to WQAQ's Project X on Spotify and Anchor FM. You're listening to WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quidipia. Hey, it's Emma Spagnolo, General Manager of WQAQ. Are you looking for a fun and creative way to get the word out about your business while trying to appeal to a young group of college students? Well, look no further. WQAQ is Quinnipiac University's student-run radio station. Here at WQAQ, we allow businesses of all kinds to advertise their products and services to our dedicated listeners. All we ask is that you provide our production team with copy points for your desired ad, and we'll come up with a professional and fun radio spot that will play at least 20 times per day. That's 140 times per week. And 1800 times per month. WQAQ, the soundtrack of Quinnipiac. And welcome back to Project X here on Spotify and Anchor FM. You're listening to WQAQ's Project X with Spotify and Anchor FM. My name is Clever Streich, and we're along with Dylan Summer and Gage Kilborn. We are discussing our top 10 things that we are most thankful for as a part of this special Thanksgiving episode of Project X. And it seems like Gage is now rearing up for yet another turkey pun. So let's go to Gage for more bad Thanksgiving jokes. Okay. So I was talking with my son the other day and he says, I was really hungry and I ate the whole turkey. There was only grease left. I couldn't believe you. I don't get it. Neither do I. I was really hungry. This is what the son says. I was really hungry and I ate the whole turkey. There is only Greece left. Oh, it's, oh. it's countries. And it's, I couldn't believe I, It's I geography. Believe that. No, it's countries. It's not geography. Ah. All right. It's time for our top threes. Let's go back to Dylan. All right. My number three is pretty much what has revolved around my life. And it's actually in my background right now. Like, it's all around my room. Sports. Like, anything sports. Sports in general is my number three. And you could go down so many paths with sports and how it has shaped me to the person I am today. Uh, actually, starting when I was a toddler, I had a little tykes basketball hoop that I would dunk on every single day. And then uh, from there on now, I've been in sports since, I think, since kindergarten or even pre-K. And I've been doing sports all my life until this moment so that's one size sports and then you got the teamwork you get the responsibility you get the relationships that you make from it sportsmanship and you got the other side where you watch sports and you get to follow and pursue a team and you get to see everything they go through you got fantasy i mean sports is just a never-ending entertainment and it's incredible everywhere yeah, sports also teaches you discipline, and discipline is a key thing to learn in today's society. Many people don't realize how important discipline is, but it's very it plays it plays a key role in how we live our lives. And that's one key. That's one thing that I think sports does very well with. Gage, can we hear from you for your number three? Yes, my number three. Um, Clever already said it actually. And it was, this played a key role in my life and helping me be who I am today. And it's the Boy Scouts. And more specifically, I would have to like, no, I would like to hone in a bit. I'm there was a big shout out to my two leaders, my uh, Dave Bauer, Mr. Bauer and uh, John Kozlowski for helping, helping me guide me to the path to succeed. And I was so devoted, to, and I remember, I'll never forget this. I was at a gun show for Boy Scouts helping sell raffle tickets for a local gun. And this one man came up to me, and he's like, oh, well, uh, what rank are you guys? Like, he was asking us. And we told him, he was, I was in the Boy Scouts, too. And we asked him, we're like, oh, what rank are you? And he goes, I'm, I ended up as a Life Scout. 
He never made eagle, and he told us he fell into the trap with the three smells. And the three smells were perfume, dough, and gasoline. And what he means by this is perfume is he had a girlfriend. Gasoline, he had a, he bought a car. And dough is he needed money for both of, both of the first two smells, so he got a job. And that got him so busy that he ended up um, forgetting about scouting altogether. And I vowed to never let that happen with me. And it did not, it did never, not, none of that ever happened to me. I held off on my license until after I, um, I earned my Eagle Scout. That's, that's a great story. Um, I didn't even know that you were like given a cautionary tale almost. That's such an interesting interaction that you had with that gentleman. And there's so many life scouts that don't make it yet work so hard and should be recognized just as much as Eagle Scouts are because they made it that far too. It's an accomplishment to even make it to like first class or star. Like it's so hard. You have to put in the considerable amount of work to get that far in the program. So I, I appreciate you telling that story to us. Um, I'll also take this to shout out my leaders, uh, Mr. Kiernan, Mr. Bruin, Mr. Mallet, uh, Mr. Hancock, Mr. Romeo. Thank you all. Uh, for getting me to Eagle, but uh, yeah, go Troop 1 Melchisco and uh, go Troop uh, New Hartford. I, I forgot you guys. Troop 14. troop 14 New Hartford. So yeah, those are troop numbers. Dylan, what was your troop number? I don't even know. <laughs> go Morris Plank. All right, let's move on to our next um, let's move on to our next uh, number. I'll, I'll reveal my number three now. Um, and I would like to spend this one saying that I'm thankful for our healthcare professionals and our first responders that are working so hard to make the pandemic possible. Uh, it's so important that we uh, acknowledge the people that spend and sacrifice their holiday season to make sure that people don't uh, you know, pass or don't get the to make sure that people get the treatment that they need, especially in the face of uh, an ever mounting pandemic. We have cases in every single town in our county. Uh, it's honestly amazing what they've done. And it's amazing how much society has rallied around them to thank them because they're the real heroes here. I mean, like they're the ones that are making sure that this thing doesn't get too out of hand. And they're the ones that are administering care to the sick. So Healthcare professionals and first responders are so important right now. Yeah, you hear about the vaccines that they're trying to come out with just to cope with this pandemic. And all the effort that they go through trying to save people's lives is uh, something that you just can't forget about. That's true. I mean, I know I know two people in my that I know personally, um, they both caught the virus and one is recovering from it. Whereas the other one is having a very difficult time um, fighting it off right now. So it's, although we don't have that many cases in my town compared to Clever's, it's still traumatic and, we, and it's still out there. And I completely agree with um, number, number three being healthcare. Let's roll on to our number two. Dylan, we'll go back to you. All right, we're going to get to the two main ones now. So, I, I mean, I, I, my number one is pretty much off my number two. So my number two is Friends. Uh, not the TV show. But, Anyone want to go down to Central Park? But just the fact of having those memories and having those experiences with the people that uh, sh shared interests with me, that uh, developed a trust with me, that I just was really friendly with as it the name says but with friends you just get these uh life-changing moments and these bonds that you're always going to remember and they're always there for you so i had to put them this high up yeah that they're i forgot about my friends completely on this list i'll be honest with you um but oh my. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they they do have another they do have a great impact in my life and uh 
I and they they're part of all the activities I was a, I'm a part of from Boy Scouts to athletics to sports clubs you name it. I have a bunch of friends I know a group of friends that are in different activities with me. So we build a great bond and a great friendship together, and that still sticks to this day. Yeah, uh, I'll just jump right into mine because mine is the same as Dylan's. Mine number two is also my friends, and you know it's it's different because in the pandemic you can't see your friends as often, obviously. Uh, but I'm thankful for my friends being there for me and giving me support and making sure that I am there for them just like I am making sure that they're there for me just like I am there for them. Um, you know, my best friend today is the day that she comes home from college. She was there for three months. I got to see her this week. That's really, really important to me. So Tori, I'll see you soon. Um, but it, it's so important. My friends are one of my best things in my life. And, you know, I consider you guys my friends at this point. We've hung out so much in the past couple of months that it's been uh it's been a great semester but you know it's nice to be with friends on this show it's nice to talk to friends talk to people um and i can't get by with a little help from my without a little help from my friends you got a friend in me do 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 moving on to gauge gauge can you reveal your number two yeah, so my number two, it's both broad and personal, and it kind of relates to my number one also. My number two, it's the military, the American military. And part of it is they sacrifice their they sacrifice their holidays to protect us. And for me personally, it is a big personal thing for me because both of my grandfathers um, were part of the Navy. My uncle, he fought he fought firsthand at the Persian Gulf War against Saddam Hussein's best in Kuwait. And my cousin, um, he, he was a part of the Air Force and he went out to Afghanistan during the war on terrorism. So it's a big, American it, military plays a big role in my life. And it's a big, it's a big factor for me. And I respect all of those who serve our country. Exactly. They commit the, the bravest act by going out there and serving the United States. Uh, my Eagle Scout project to circle back around to that was interviews with veterans and hearing their stories uh, from my community. And, you know, all of them uh, gave their all, no matter what branch they were in, no matter what uh, war or period of time they served, uh, they gave everything for their country. And, they were all proud to serve and they were all there to uh, protect the values of what our nation's all about. So I really do like that you put the armed forces up there, especially with that family connection. Uh, my grandfather served in Korea in the army and uh, you know, it, everyone's got a military connection some way or another. Every single community has veterans, people that have fought for our country. So I really respect that decision to put that number two. Thank you. It was a big, it was a big personal event for me that occurred. And there were a lot of, there's a lot of stories that my grand, my family's told me about their war stories and everything. Yeah, that's a great pick at number two. Okay, guys, it is time officially to announce the number ones of what we are most thankful for. The number ones of our top 10. And here we go. Let's go to Dylan first for his number one of what he is most thankful for. I think we could say all our number ones at the same time, honestly. Probably. Uh, so I'm just going to say mine because I know it's going to be yours too, family. Family. I, family. Yeah. So pretty much, I mean, they're always there for you. They are the ones that raised you. They're the ones that taught you lessons. They're the ones that are just always in your life. And the fact that they are able to be there for you always, there's just something you can't let down. I mean, they're just always going to be there for you, no matter what circumstance, no matter how bad it is, they're going to be there to help out. They're going to give you what you need. 
There are your caretakers. That's the true meaning of Thanksgiving, to give thanks and be around family members, the people that helped make us who we are in the most immediate sense. We can, you know, think about our friends and sports and all the people that we meet at school, like our teachers, but, you know, the immediate family unit of our parents, our extended family of like uncles, aunts, grandparents, no matter what your living situation is. I know, Gage, that you have a really close relationship with your grandparents. And, uh, you know, I have a close relationship with my parents and my extended family. And everyone was always calling their parents when they were at Quinnipiac. So it's really important that we all just keep in touch and keep communicating with the people that helped make us us. Yeah, it's true. Like for me, my family means everything to me. And I'm very fortunate to have spent a lot of time with both sets of my grandparents and not many kids really have the opportunity to do that. And I'm really fortunate to have that. And I spend a summer one, one week in each, one week of a, one week each summer to uh, go visit my grandparents up in Syracuse area. And every year they ask, are you, do you think you're too old enough to go up, hang out with us? I'm like, I'm never too old to hang out with you guys. Like we play cards all the time and I love it, the life out there. And they always find something for me to do every day. And pre pandemic, they would take me to a baseball game and there's, there's two minor league baseball teams in their area. So they take me to two games that week and they spend a bunch, they spend a lot of time with me and like in, in building a great relationship with me and great bond and, it holds true as well to my other set of grandparents where every um, second weekend of December, we have a sports bet between on the army Navy game and whoever wins the bet. Um, the loser has to wear the vic the victory, the victory team's hat. So I have a hat that says beat Navy on it for army. And my grandpa has a Navy commander's hat on it. And so far I've won that bet pretty well up to this point. Yeah. Family is so important. Um, Dylan, uh, now that we're done with the list and now that you kind of called the shot on everybody having the same exact number one, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that our family is what we're most thankful for. Um, you know, it, it was great to get to know everybody a little bit more tonight. Uh, how did you feel about tonight's episode? I thought it was really touching how we each went through the stuff that we don't really think about until we list it and we research it. Then we realized how much we had to thank we had to thank for. And you could see from all of our lists, it was something different, except number one, obviously. But from the different experiences and how our life has been shaped out, that's what made our list what it was. That's for sure. Um, I agree. It's it really dug deep into our personal accounts and it holds true to who we are as people and to um, get to add that personal point of view on each of us. I believe it's plays a big dividend to how we live and get to know each other better. Um, this is probably going to be one of the last episodes that we produce for a little bit for the show because of the holidays and just other stuff coming up uh we'll be back around christmas time most likely uh we'll talk with the guys on that but um you know to get to know ourselves and our audience these past seven weeks have been wonderful and i thank you for coming along to project x so i'm also thankful for the people out there listening uh thanks for listening for project x this week uh it was fantastic to be able to talk about some of the stuff that we're thankful for and everyone please have a very happy Thanksgiving out there no matter uh, who's listening out there um, happy Thanksgiving from Project X is it time clever yep it's time for our list offs at this point in the show we are all going to say um, all of our picks all of the things that we're thankful for at the same exact time so it's completely incoherent are you guys ready yep yep all right Three, two, one, go. Holidays, entertainment, musical education, electricity, internet, entertainment, having a home, health, sports, healthcare provider, and friends, family, first responders. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. 
to this week's episode of Project X. This was a special Thanksgiving special. And on that note, it is now time for us to sign off for the evening. Uh, thank you for listening on Spotify and Anchor FM. Be sure to follow Project X on Instagram at Project X underscore WQAQ. That's at Project X underscore WQAQ. Follow us on our brand new Twitter account at Project X underscore WQAQ. That's at Project X underscore WQAQ. For Gage Kilborn and Dylan Summer, my name is Clutter Streich. Thank you for listening.